Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Hello, witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. I'm Leah Knauer, but come on. We're friends now. You oh know all God. this. We've gotten so intimate with you guys. <laughs> we better be friends. Yes. Um, oh we have a... Great episode today. Great conversation. Hopefully you guys can understand it because it is a call-in. Um, we talked to Taya Roxon on the phone. Um, Rachel yeah. met Tayo through Instagram. Yeah, I want to tell the story of yeah. how I met Tayo. It's interesting. So um, I did this photo shoot and I posted a picture and I did a hashtag about positivity on it. Mm. Um, and... He liked my picture. Probably he follows that hashtag is my guess. Mm -hmm. And in my um, notifications, I saw, like, Tayo Roxon liked your picture. And I was like, who is that? And to be 100% (laughs) honest, the main reason I clicked over to him is because his little picture, you know, from on, on his name was hot. Like, he looked really good. And I was like, who is this hot guy that liked my picture? And then I get to his page, and it's like... All this stuff about TED Talk speaker, TED Talk, yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> inspirational, inspirational positivity, like talking about masculinity and femininity, and I'm like, whoa, wait, mm-hmm. this the person's actually cool. Mm-hmm. So I think I messaged him first. I slid right in, breaking all the stereotypes <laughs> yes. of masculine and feminine, yes. <laughs> and I um, was like hey, this seems really cool what you're talking about. And then he was like, yeah, we should connect and talk. And we just both went along with it. We just <laughs> set up awesome. a fucking phone call. Like, who does, who does that? that anymore? Who yeah. does that? And it was like 7 a.m. my time because he's in New York Eastern. So, so I get up and we set the phone call. I get up and we I just walked around the neighborhood and talked to him for like an hour so cool, and though. connected on all this stuff. Yeah. And um, I admitted to him right on the phone. I was like, well, look, the real reason I went to your page is because you're very attractive. And it, like, it was really cute because, as you'll hear on the episode, he's a little more shy in that mm-hmm. regard. And I'm pretty forward with yeah. that stuff. Um, but then, yeah, we stayed connected ever since. And you guys get to hear all about his work today. Yes. Um, as always, please follow at Basic Witches Pod. Please leave us a review and subscribe. And really just enjoy this episode. That was a kiss. We're trying to make it a thing. <laughs> oh, are you in New York right now, Tayo? Yes. Yeah, so we can't see you, obviously. So can you just describe what you're wearing and where you are? I re- I'm, it sounds like I'm kidding, but I'm serious. I want a visual. Yeah, can we get your ASL? Uh, what I'm wearing. Okay. Um, I'm in a... Purple V-neck. Oh, purple's my favorite color. Is that your favorite color? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm glad to represent your favorite color today. Thank I'm you. Wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a, a purple, I don't know, I guess you describe it as a, what do you call it, a deep V, whatever that thing is, uh-huh. and then um, a, a gray, gray sweatpants. Gray sweats. Oh. Work from home. <laughs> you can work from home. Oh, wow. Gray what, sweats. What, is that? what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> gray sweats Wait, was like what, the what, what thing. The, that was like the thing in middle school and high school when guys wore gray sweats. You could see, sorry if this is like a little too forward too soon, but you could see like the outline uh, of their dick. <laughs> 
like they would hide their boners in the waistband, so now gray oh. sweatpants always just get my brain going. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> this turned into a totally I mean, different call. <laughs> What's that? I don't know how to respond. <laughs> That's fair. That's fine, but we are charging by the minute or hour. He's <laughs> like, what did I get myself into? Yeah, we trapped you. I recently understood. Is that kind of the meaning of, like, thirst trap? Like... Is that kind of it, like, trap? Like, I, oh, I kind of lured you in yeah, and I got okay. your thirst. Yeah. I got you thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought like I, I fell into a trap, but, I mean, I, I don't know. But, you know, I guess uh, I, I fit whatever that image is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, yeah. so, Tayo, um, yeah. wh- what are you up to these days? What are you doing in New York? Uh, well, I run a diversity and inclusion firm, um, so a lot of my work centers around promoting inclusivity and equality. Uh, that has me podcasting, like you two do, uh, has me speaking on stages and uh, consulting, as well as running workshops. And then I'm, um, you know, just trying to, you know, uh, promote, um, you know, an inclusive leadership type of world because I think. We need that given the times we're in right now. But Hell that's yeah. what I do. Uh, yeah. We're all about that. Yeah. Who, who is your demo like that you're talking to usually? Demographic. People know what demo means. My demo varies. Because uh, a lot of times my key focus is on uh, millennials and Gen Z, right? So our cool. generation and the younger than us, because my goal is to help develop the next set of global leaders. You know, we are, um, there are about 3 billion people under 30 and in the world. So, you know, I really want to impact them and hopefully show them new ways to, uh, to lead and also mm. uh, give them a greater understanding that the world is even more, mixed and nuanced than it's ever been. And so mm-hmm. how do you equip them with the skills to, to move from binary types of, you know, binary ways of thinking? And so... Mm. How, yeah, do, so how do you do people, that? Uh, what? How do you do that? Well, the first way is to really, like I was doing with the mic check, is give an <laughs> accurate assessment or help people understand what's going on in the world right now. So mm. in the world right now, we understand that um, you know, if you look at the United States, what's considered majority is not going to be the majority in terms of the demo. Show sure, yeah, I know the word demo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, so, like, whether it's white, um, you know, uh, males or females, they, they won't be the majority in about, you know, 10 years from now, mm. or understanding how to deal with um, what exactly is considered being, um, I don't know, for example, I'm always confused with African-American, but I'm African, mm. and I sound like an American, but I grew up in five countries and four continents, so how do you go beyond um, just judging someone based on how they look or sound and actually understanding what's, you know, underneath them? And yeah. So my, my thing is to make sure people aren't uh, as quick to label people in boxes without actually knowing who they are, because that's becomes irresponsible when you start making decisions for people mm. who you haven't actually gotten to know. So yes. it, 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 what I try to do is really get people to dig deeper and understand who they're dealing with. Yeah. I love that. <sighs> hey. 
That sounds nice. That like gave me a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. How, how long have um, you been doing that, and how did you like know that that was what you want, the path you wanted to take? Well, it really starts from me as a kid. I, you know, I, I referenced it earlier. I'm uh, a Nigerian, right? So I grew up in five countries, four continents. But wow. the first nine years of my life was was spent in two military dictatorships. So mm. you know. I grew up with the hallmarks of any great dictatorship. You know, you have the, uh, the the killing of the opponent, the suppression of rights, the violation of, of anything that's uh, humane, and, you mm. know, curfews and, and fear and insecurity. So, you know, initially, so that was my first introduction to leadership, and I, I often wondered as a kid what type of leader it would take to, to lead all of us in Nigeria, which is very, uh, very diverse in terms of ethnicity. We have... 250 plus ethnic groups. So I was always curious about that. And then that, then I started, I was the kid that studied, um, you know, Nelson Mandela. I was looking around for people that looked like me that were dealing with similar things. And that was around the time Nelson Mandela came out of apartheid in South Africa. And so I just got really interested in that. And then, um, you know, I started to watch Oprah Winfrey and I saw like, wow, I feel like I'm in, in the audience there. So I wanted to mm. do a mix of what Nelson Mandela did to fight for equality, but also with Oprah to create spaces for people to express who they are. And then, you know, um, that's what I did. And then in and out of that, you know, you you sort of, I had that dilemma where I'm the oldest of three boys. um, So I have, there are cultural expectations of what a man like me is supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to be strong, you know, show emotions, guide all that. And I definitely physically look that way. And I think a lot like that. But Mm. there were were also aspects of me that I, I was very, very, uh, I'm, I've always been emotional. Like, I've been mm-hmm. an emotional guy. I've always been a guy that showed his emotions. So I had this inner dilemma where I was dealing with um, finding myself in between all these cultures where I was always the minority, physically, because I, I was the only this, the only that. I sounded different sometimes. My food is different. My, um, I could appear one way, but inside I knew I was another way. Mm-hmm. And then I was also dealing with the idea of, quote-unquote, what it is to be a, a man and a male role model where I played sports all through and I love sports but I also was the guy that I love a great romantic comedy very romantic movie and I and, and you know and, and I love to express myself and, you know and uh, and cry as well so I had like the warrior king protector thing but then I was also super emotional so I, you know I, I just you, mm. you see, I dealt with those levels of intersectionalism um, at a very, very young age, and yeah. had a lot of confusion as to my identity. Uh, and so I just said, you know, I'm just going to try and create a space for more people to understand that this is a normal feeling and not something yeah. else to do with Yeah, and I think that all those layers must must go on for everyone, right? Not those yeah. exact same layers, but everyone's nuanced because it's the human experience. Everyone has all these things that shape them inside, but I think uh-huh. the difference is your awareness that you were aware what was going on inside and outside yeah. of you right because like once yeah. people become aware of that then they can start acknowledge, to acknowledge accept yeah move on whatever yeah, figure it is out what that, they want yeah now that they know themselves um it's interesting i feel like i've had a very similar experience as you tayo except the opposite where like i've always been very not always, but in my adult life, I've always been very feminine, but I also notice that I have these masculine qualities, and it's just interesting how, like, I've learned to accept them as, like, oh, this isn't masculine or feminine, this is just 
a human experience and mm-hmm. we're taught from the beginning that like oh to be male is to not have emotions to be female is to you know not get aggressive not be competitive like all this uh, not be inappropriate and like yeah. all these things so it's just yeah right. the human experience is so complex exactly yeah uh, and I found that expectations sometimes not among, not all the time but expectations sometimes can lead to limitations and um yeah definitely and, uh, yeah yeah well, yeah, I was also going to say, like, um, so I know Leah watched this movie. Mm. Uh, I guess, is it a documentary, technically? Documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Mask You Live In. Have you seen that, Tayo? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, it's it like right is up your alley. So good. <clears throat> yeah, I, I assumed that you totally would have known about it, but it's about like how males are brought up and like toxic male toxicity and like aggression and not dealing with their emotions, which then leads to them being repressed, which leads to murder and like so many things. Like it's all a trickle down effect of teaching men that they can't show their emotions or that they can't yeah. be emotional people, which they so can. The guys that Rachel and I prefer to date are the ones who talk about their emotions. Yeah. And right, right. You know, but it, it's so funny you say that, though, because for the longest time when I was a kid, um, I found that women hated that. Well, girls, I guess, like, it was when I was a kid. Girls hated that for me because, you know, I dealt with, uh, <laughs> I, I remember asking, you know, people to go to dances or whatever, and they're like, ah, <laughs> they wanted to, so the more... The, the more I, I grow, man, and I play mm-hmm. I play sports too, so I was I was a pretty good athlete, still am, but I wasn't, uh, you know, emotionally what they thought I was, and so they're like, ah, guess you sucked. Like you need to, you need to be more mm. firm, you know, be more affirmative, and so I, I you know I was I also dealt with that, and then now that I'm older, you know, sometimes I find that um, the time by the time people are ready to like even think of me in a romantic way. They've gone through different types of guys that they thought they wanted, and mm. then I'm like, so it's just interesting. It's just, that's it's cool, interesting yeah. Me, it's always been a, it's always been a dilemma. So that's just my unique experience because I know that played into my insecurity a little bit growing up. I was like, ah, like she wants something a little bit, she thinks mm-hmm. not strong enough, or she's like, no, take more lead, <laughs> and so yeah. Um, but some women yeah, are looking for a guy that's firm and strong, but also emotional. So it's like, yeah, yeah that yeah. would be you. Oh, wow. I'm glad, I'm glad that you see me that way. But yeah, it took me a while for me to define myself as that, just because yeah. um, my first, first impressions, right? You know, so first impressions when uh, I remember having a discussion with someone, and, um, and she was talking to me about uh, her expectations uh, in her relationship, and I said, no, I, don't, I wouldn't expect her to cook or anything. And she was so taken aback by that. She was like, mm. "What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, there are gender roles. I should, you should. There are things you should do, and all that." I'm like, mm-hmm. I, you know, "It doesn't matter if you make more money." And she was so turned off by that. Oh, and then that was the first discussion. And I was like, you know, and, and that to me, I understood from her with the way she was brought up and culturally. Mm-hmm. So I think with masculinity and femininity, there's that. There's the expectation, totally. and then there's also a culture, cultural expectation sometimes, depending on where you're from. So, totally, I think mm. it's always, always what I'm saying. Yeah, but, um, yeah. If we, if we start off, if we start off with the self awareness and the comfort mm. of knowing who we are, I, mm-hmm. I think that's and a good foundation. That. 
Oh, it's so yeah. true. It leads all things. Yeah. And also in that movie, I saw part of it so far, um, they showed this really cool display that I thought... I actually, I, I'll try to pull it and put it on the Basic Witches um, Insta page. But... Um, it was saying how... The bell curve, right? Yeah, but also it had this graph that looked like a spectrum that went from, like, orange to blue mm. just to show it with color. But anyways, it was talking about masculinity and femininity and how men and women, boys and girls, whatever, are way more human than they are man or woman. Mm. Like, they are more... Just we are all more kind of the same thing. We're yeah. all just a little bit different combination of the same thing. So we actually all like have both that masculine and feminine, but it's a spectrum. It's how and we've been conditioned is yes, probably the huge. We've been conditioned into the the ends of that line. Mm. If you picture a line left to right going from feminine to masculine, somewhere in the middle, you know, yeah. in some people, but everyone's somewhere on that spectrum. But stereotypes mm-hmm. and gender roles come from that very extreme edge that's only really like 2% of people or whatever, because 98%, they said, are like somewhere more in the middle of that spectrum or whatever. Um, so I thought that was a really good way to put it, that we're we're all more human mm-hmm. than we are man or woman. Yeah, We all have both. Yeah, no, I think it's, I mean, but even, even as we look at what we've promoted uh, throughout generations, right, I, I, you know, I, I think you two read the, I was, the thing I wrote about redefining. Yes, yes. we want to talk yeah. about that. Okay. The manifesto. So let's, <laughs> let's explain to listeners. Um, so Tayo wrote this manifesto. It's um, a manifesto for the 21st century, century gentleman. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Manifesto for the 21st Century Gentleman, which we'll link to. It's incredible. Yeah. And it is his sort of... um, Guidelines? Guidelines, yeah. And, like, uh, priorities listed out for how to be a gentleman in this current era of dating and just also being a good human. Mm -hmm. Um, So, go on, Taya. Well, yeah. No, thank you uh, both, by the way. I really appreciate that. I I think... A lot of times throughout the centuries, when we looked at what paragons of male virtue or what male has been, you know, it's mm-hmm. what is in the medieval times, it's, you know, you know, the strong guy that, that basically fought through, you know, several, you know, he was a warrior type person. And, and, and then whoever was aggressive and overcame and conquered and all that. And then as I continued to look through the different centuries, I was like, yeah, these have been our, our heroes. And I love them as heroes. Obviously, it's good to have them, but mm-hmm. that always seems very one note to me. Mm-hmm. Where I can't believe that all men had to have been this way. Yeah, because not all men were at the peak level of physical uh, physical strength and and and, and just the tactician level type fit. And so, what happened to the other men? I always wondered about that. Like, did they feel insecure perpetually, or were they always compared to this expectations? And then. As I was thinking about that, I kept thinking, these are the things we're subconsciously telling our young boys and, and men to aspire to. And when they don't um, reach that level, they they think that they've failed. And so they repress a lot of these mm-hmm. feelings because we don't create a space for men and boys to talk about yeah. insecurities. Mm-hmm. Right? So then, then when you're repressed, it manifests itself in some form of anger or, you know, not enoughness. And then you start just you know, acting out in different ways, and that 
that feeds its way into things like what the rape culture mm. or people in the workplace or like mm-hmm. a behavior where you want to just take exert dominance in any in form any way whenever you have, whenever, whenever you have the opportunity so maybe that that kid who didn't who wasn't a jock in school finally has a chance to be like the CEO in a company uh, and like oh right yeah my chance oh, now man. I have all this power yeah yeah you go overboard and you're like what what, yeah. what happened and then we don't understand that so mm. I just wanted to add a little bit more nuance and what I was saying with the 21st century is that we don't live in a too much of a hunter-gatherers type world anymore, right. right? We have technology, we have, um, you know, amazing women that we need to affirm, we have amazing people of, of, of different orientations we need to affirm, mm-hmm. and some things are considered more normal than they were before, so we can't have that form of thinking in the past as we apply it to today's world. And also, you know, for the longest time, nerds were considered like, uh, you want to be a nerd now? We're saying nerds are cool. It's cool, areas. yeah. So how do you, you know, yeah, so how do you deal with all this nuance? And, and, and that was where that came from. And then I was tapping into my, you know, my early life experience where, I, you know, as a Nigerian man, as an African man, there are certain expectations of what it is to be, you know, a brother mm-hmm. and the oldest. And I had people looking up to me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I didn't want people to look up to me and I, I have to be ready before that my, my, my parents will always remind me that you look people watch people watch it you know you're, you're like you're thinking for three people now and so mm-hmm. I've always been in a position of leadership and as I was thinking about that I just wanted through the different types of manhood I went to I, you know when I was in middle school I was, I was trying to be I'm, I'm definitely a naturally a jokester but I, mm-hmm. I over accentuated the jokey jokey because I didn't consider myself attractive and mm-hmm. women kept uh, girls kept telling me yeah you know, I can't take it seriously. Um, and then, I, I, you know, I do love sports, so I was, uh, a, a, you, know, a, you know, a bit of a jock sometimes in terms of that. And then mm. I, when I was aspiring for professional success, I was like, I want to be that person that's desirable, like the, the, the guy that wants to get there. Or And then the action hero, like you want to be mm-hmm. the one that saves everyone. And that saving complex sometimes can lead yeah. to just, not affirming people that you consider weak. You're like, no, I did it. I did it. So I, I was mm. just dealing with all that, and I was, I, just, I wrote it down, and this is right this is actually before the, the Me Too movement. And um, mm. it just made me think, because I felt like a lot of us men um, have all these thoughts where we think we're supposed to be a certain way, and we don't really allow ourselves to stick with ourselves. And we just think, hey, I have elements of all these things, and... I need to just fully express that as myself. Yeah. And, uh, so that's where that came from. That seems like so much to, like, put on yourself. And, like, thinking about, yeah, being a woman is very hard, but we generally talk about our emotions with each other, so at least we have a sisterhood. So I can't imagine mm-hmm. feeling all those things in, like, a young boyhood and then growing up into a man and, like, you didn't have any sense of like community to lean on and, and talk about these things and know that it's okay to be the way you are. Yeah, to have all that emotion inside that inevitably is there. It's got to be there. Yeah. Like, because again, that's the human experience. Right. So to not have us like a 
an ingrained way to let that out, I think I would be going crazy. Yeah. I would be going I mean, it's crazy. no wonder. <laughs> male, I read this thing yesterday um, that male suicide, uh, uh, men under 50 are like more than 50% more likely to commit suicide or something mm. like that. And it's because, I mean, it all comes down to yeah. repression and emotions. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Like uh, power, no emotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 not balanced. It's totally too much on one side. Sometimes it feels oversimplified to me, but then I come back to this feeling that like this work, just to be talking about this, is so profound. Mm. And I truly believe that um, the emotional and the sexual houses of our health. So we have five houses of our health: mm. mental, physical, emotional, spiritual and sexual that like makes up the components of your health as a human being. Um, and I think that the emotional and the sexual one are really, um, so connected. Tra- like, well, yes, but yeah. also, um, really traumatized and really like repressed in, in our society mm. of the whole, the whole world really. Um, so I think that it sounds simple, but healing those two houses of health for humans, I think, would seriously mm. create, like, way more harmony in heaven on earth. Because Whoa, yeah. it would, I seriously think, take away war. And, yeah. and because we would then be caring for each other and, ugh, just the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. And I think um, I think we can't be scared of our own vulnerability. That's what I'll add. Mm-hmm. Um, I was scared of my... I remember I went to boarding school in, in Nigeria, and um, I remember the time I came back from Nigeria from Burkina Faso. Uh, I I came in the middle of the school year. It was tenth grade, and I when I you know I just I came back to Nigeria this time. My accent was different. I was taller. I started with sports and facial hair. So mm. uh, and, and I played basketball in addition to, to soccer. So I remember you know you just think about it. So anyone that a new kid in school in the middle of the school year speaks like in a different accent yeah. and I was for the first time received this cool like I just come from oh nice people, yeah like people were tearing down my cars when I made Valentine's Day cars they're like oh you're not deserved but then I come here and then people are like you know like oh this guy I want to be I want to be out so I didn't even know how to deal with that but mm-hmm. what was happening was um I started to notice that you know because of my normal you know I, I have that dual I play sports but I'm also emotional mm-hmm. and I started to I was bonding more with, with uh, the girls, and that caused a lot of resentment mm. with the guys. And in dorms, we live with guys. And so mm. I was physically bigger than all my classmates, but and I was desired, I guess, in, in, by, by, um, uh, so, by their girlfriends, but I didn't even know how to deal <laughs> with that. And so it was this dilemma where they didn't know, the guys didn't know how to deal with me because they thought I was a traitor. And like, why are you always talking to the girls? So I came back home one day, and they had cut up all my sh- my shorts and what? put lotion all over it. Oh, and what? that was the only. Yeah. So, and I, I remember feeling like, this is, so I, I hadn't processed that for years. I was just like, man, this is. Uh, I, I don't know. I like you know. I, I can't fit in anywhere. Mm. <laughs> you know, the place I live in, people think I'm a traitor because I I like talking more to women, and I was just dealing with them. Damn. Figuring out whatever that was. And I remember that, you know, having this little um, identity insecurity for me. I was like, well, I, I got to hide a lot of these parts of me because, you know, I can't 
DC than someone that doesn't want to hang around guys and all that. So that was a very pivotal moment for me in 10th grade. And I, um, you know, and gradually, you know, people started to see that it wasn't an act initially. Because I think a lot of the guys thought that I was, uh, I came there to just steal all their women. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you came to America with one mission. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then you know how you react, you react like aggressively, but after about a year or so, people said, oh, I guess it's just, this, this guy's just weird, that's just how he is, and they're like, oh, that's just tired, that's just tired, but it took a while for people to accept me as, uh, as what it was, and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the the women were like, why don't you just talk, you be more, like, say something, you know, do something, I was like, what, what am I going to do? Because <laughs> so, you didn't want to be aggressive, because that, that, that wasn't naturally mm-hmm. you. You didn't yeah. want to lash out or whatever. Well, and uh, yeah, and I definitely have aggressive moments because I am very passionate. But right. I, you're I'm a Scorpio. Like <laughs> Duh. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, 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 <laughs> I, I don't know about any of that. But so I, I just didn't, I was accepting the situation because I was like, I've moved enough. I don't want to be the guy that beats up his whole dorm and then <laughs> because he <laughs> did something. And I was like, I will deal with this punishment of having my shorts cut up as opposed to uh, be like potentially losing out on, on my male friends. Yeah. So I just kept it in. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you kind of like kept the peace. That I was just thinking, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting for our generation because surprisingly, all of us here are about the same age. Mm. I really thought you were older, Tayo, because you have so much life experience and you are very wise, Oh, I, I also thought you were older. But you are... Can I say your age? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you are 28, right? I am indeed, yeah. Wow, so accomplished. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so for our, our age, our generation... Um, we are kind of, I think, the transition generation, and I'm mm. really hopeful that like your work and our work and just talking about all this is going to bring up the next, the fresh young mm-hmm. people, because um, in a way that that um, supports emotional expression for men. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that are already here, us that we're trying to date, the the damage <laughs> is done, kind of, yeah. you know, and so we have to work with. The it's, current feels like we have to reteach. Yes, we have a lot of like teaching and helping each other to do, and so we're kind of putting in the work for that new generation. But I guess I was just gonna, and you know, things like your manifesto honestly might go on my like required reading before the semester <laughs> starts for anyone who's gonna date me. <laughs> if you want to fuck teacher, oh, wow. you gotta read the book. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't know, like. It, I know that I'm gonna have to be with someone emotionally intelligent, mm-hmm. and it is no, it is not their fault that a lot of men aren't yet. Sure, yeah, so it's I, kind of our own society's fault. So yes, we can't blame them. Everyone entirely. holds the blame, but yeah. um, well, in reading the manifesto when I was reading it, I loved it, but it all boiled down like most sim- simply is just respect. Yeah. Human respect. Yep. 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 <sighs> uh, you have to. Yep. I think um, on some level we've promoted this idea that uh, sometimes men are superior to women 
or a different type of managed spirits, another type of man, mm-hmm. or there's just that level. And even if we, sometimes we might not even, all this is subconscious a lot of times, unless you're super, super into like uh, whatever alpha male is, you're like, no, this is the alpha. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, it's uh, subtle yeah, is what you're so, saying. It's nuanced into every yeah, little yeah. action. Yeah. 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 And so when you're taught that from an early age and it, your brain just sort of subconsciously accepts certain behavior and then discards other behaviors. And, and, you know, when you don't even, like you said, you're not emotionally intelligent to understand which emotion is, is yours and which is someone else's, um, you just start to take on a different thing, you know? Mm. You know, I'm the one of the biggest romantic movie stars, but I have to even go reevaluate some of my favorite romantic movies where I was like, yo, that is actually stalking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny because growing up, I was like, oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's so romantic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh. Yeah, he's checking on her. You know, you know I was like, oh, yeah. I, that's, that's insane. So, but, but that, that type of behavior was normalized. Um, I love Disney as well. And, you know, like, so my favorite Disney movie is uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm, classic. So it's strong, strong female characters. But a lot of the Disney characters, and, and I know there's change in it now with different things, but saying that it's it's so eye-opening seeing how <clears throat> the majority of us are you know awash in that spectrum but then we're all pressured to be in those extreme ends mm-hmm. that are stereotypes and gender roles yeah, so it's like yeah. it's we so unattainable what's that so we live in a nuanced world that's governed by binary systems yes mm-hmm. that's what we have yep yeah yep. trying to fit us into these binary ideas but life's not black and white. It's like all gray. All gray. Oh my gosh. The older I get, the more I'm realizing how everything is gray. Uh-huh. The lines are it's all so context. Blurred. Everything is like context. And every all the crazy shit that like, you know, uh, gets written to movies or reality shows or whatever, it's like yeah, that is actually based on life. Life is crazy. Humans will do whatever they want. <laughs> Everyone's crazy. Yep. Um, I don't know how I got there, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been on my mind lately. I want to yeah. re-listen to that song, Blurred Lines. 
I want to actually listen to the lyrics and see if they're poignant at all or if it's just it's mostly sexual. Mostly just sexual. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but still but good that song. kind of brings me to part of my point though because all that crazy shit does happen because we are humans and we are going to end up doing the shit that we want to do even when we repress it. It's just it's going to come out in a more violent way or a more crazy way mm-hmm. when it's not allowed to be free flowing all the time when it's repressed. So like. That's why all the lines are blurred because mm-hmm. we're still gonna do that shit. We're just gonna either hide it or make yeah. it, you know, aggressive or whatever. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just accept that and we, we have desires uh-huh. and allow them? Ugh. Yeah. Free love. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Tayo, I, I want to ask you: <laughs> uh, Are you are you like a witch? Do you do consider you, yourself a witch? Uh, <laughs> Do you do, like, manifestation am, uh, or, like, meditation well, or anything like that? I, am I a wit? I mean, so, I am, in. I was sorted in Ravenclaw. Oh. oh he's oh, a wizard. <laughs> I, was, I was told by one of our other guests that I am a Ravenclaw. Ah. High well, five. Yeah, so in that, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Ravenclaw, I don't know if that means. Claw five. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, um. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm obsessed with Harry Potter, so I probably bring it, bring that reference every time. But um, nice. Yeah, please tell me what is the definition of a witch to you? Great question. Um, we both believe that it's mostly about following intuition and positivity and empathy and um, seeing the magic in life, whether that's through manifestation or just positive thinking and gratitude. Yeah. Well, then I agree with everything you said. Oh, oh yeah, so you're a witch. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Basically, by our, yeah. <laughs> by our definition, you yeah. are. Um, <clears throat> but so, do you do you do anything like spiritual to practice um, positivity or anything yeah. or gratitude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to start my day off. So I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm actually I'm a Christian. So I I like uh, I do devotionals or I yeah you know, just I always um, practice a mental workout. I I always think it's it's interesting mm. to be. We don't work out our, our brains and our minds enough, but, you know, we work out our physical bodies and we, we understand the results that we're trying to get. But mm-hmm. if, um, the reason, if we don't work out your physical, your mental mind, you're not going to be able to have what it is that you want to have because you have to be able to decipher what is your thinking and what is someone else's thinking. You have to be able to practice positivity to overcome negativity because negativity, negative emotions keep you to tap into. Mm-hmm. And many of us, whether we accept it or not, are addicted to to negative emotions, to guilt, and to all that. We like the feeling that comes from that, whether we say it or not. It's like we, sometimes we live in that more. And so I like to practice that positive mindset where I'm visualizing mm. sometimes what I will do if something happens, right? It, uh, like, oh, uh, if someone spills something in my shirt, how am I going to react with that? Or if, I don't get the, the, the crime that I wanted. What, what's that going to turn that into? And so mm. I just like to mentally give myself that type of practice, um, especially when I, I wake up or when I go to bed, just so that I, uh, um, I'm mentally ready. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and breaking bad habits. So, yeah. Cool. Nice. And what, so going back a little bit, what was the experience like when you first realized that it was okay for you to talk about your emotions? Um, well, I started talking about emotions the same time I, I, I you know, I 
came to Nigeria back to school, I, I actually started with poetry. I wrote, I had a book. Cool. Um, wow, that's a great yeah, way to I express wrote, emotion. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, like, you know, I described the situation, I didn't have an outlet. Um, and so I just started writing. Um, and I was writing about my thoughts and friendship and love and, and, and what I want to do in the future. And it's funny, mm. as I read back sometimes, it's funny thinking where my mindset was. Um, and then I started to do that more and more. And then by the time I came to college, uh, I was 17, and I was like, you know, I made a decision to just be who I am. And I was like, that's fine. I'm just, I'm not changing anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, you know, I just started finding myself in, you know, in leadership positions. And, and I just, whenever I had the leadership position, I would say, hey, look, this is why I, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And over the last few years, it's only become a good thing, you know, to me because people are like, I admire your vulnerability. I admire your, mm, all this. Mm, and good. Because, yeah, but it, 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 it's interesting seeing that shift. Uh, but it's, um, it all started, I needed to find it. I always tell people to find a way to express yourself. So I just, the more I expressed myself for those two years in, in, from in 10th to 12th grade, it prepared me for me to be comfortable uh, with who I was regardless of where I went. And so, mm. um, yeah, I, yeah, find an outlet to express yourself. And then, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know the funny thing though, if all my friends from high school, I actually gained apparently more of their respect when they realized that I didn't relent. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times we're we're like uh, I guess people like to test people. Mm-hmm. I don't. People will try to break me essentially. Yeah, yeah. like we're to gonna, get a reaction out yeah, of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get a reaction of me, and uh, you know some of the men, the guys would tell me, hey, "I don't understand. You look this way, so you should." Act this way. Yeah. Yeah. Or or why are why are you seemingly more you know, you, you side with women sometimes and you side with men sometimes, you're not on our side all the time. And you're like, Hi. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it should be. Side with the side that you agree with. Yeah. Regardless of gender. Yeah, so I know, right? I, it's such a weird concept. I agree with this one now, I agree with that. But, right. uh, but yeah, so um yeah, so that guy expressing myself that way made me feel uh, comfortable and I, and I read a lot like I'm a nerd so mm. I, I identify I found heroes I can identify with I, I got you know I bring up Harry Potter often or different books I found where I couldn't find my heroes physically I found them in books or on TV shows mm. and I love like I grew up in One Tree Hill <gasps> love, oh my god I love me one tree too. <laughs> oh my god One Tree Hill the first four seasons Ooh. so good uh, One Tree Hill is my favorite show of all time so. oh shit with the basketball yes, yes. Oh, I saw yeah. the um, the evil dad Dan oh, on Dan. the beach here in California <gasps> he has like sexy? a little son yeah kind of dad yeah. sexy like yeah yeah, yeah exactly. like a and hot bad dad Luke Scott character Luke, Luke Scott character was one I yeah. identify with and, mm-hmm. then, and then you know the evolution of Nathan Scott but then he was emotional but he was like, also yeah but also an athlete oh yeah. my god that makes so much sense you liked him yeah yeah basketball is my favorite sport I was an athlete I like books uh huh you know and so I, I you know you find a relatable character mm-hmm. um, and I obviously I wouldn't even start up any start any this way without my mom my mom the strongest mm-hmm. woman I know, she raised three boys. She made it a point to oh. remind us what it's like to, to treat women. So Good. that's probably how I got started. 
Yeah. Honestly, and then it became something else. So, yeah. That's awesome. <sighs> it's so good that you're like using your power for good mm-hmm. <laughs> to teach other men and young boys really the, to respect women and all humans. Yeah. Because mm. so it inspires Thank everyone. Mm. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, ever. Um, have you ever gotten your cards read or anything, like tarot or anything? I have not. Uh, I have a feeling that uh, if I was there physically, someone would have come out there and say, Give me your cards right now. Say what? But, um, say no, what? <laughs> what? Wait, so you have a feeling someone would say what? I feel like one of the, I, feel, I feel like if I was there... Uh, my sign would have been red and my card would have been red. Instantly, oh, your card is still getting red, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <okay>. Currently, <laughs> currently <laughs> the deck of cards is sitting on top of the phone to <laughs> yeah. um, to suck up your energy. <laughs> you don't know this, but we've been sucking up your energy for five minutes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, we are going to definitely pull a card for you. Okay. Uh, Are you? How's that gonna work? Uh, what? What? Don't you need me to be there? No. 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 We're connecting with you right uh, now. Yeah. You know. Are you nervous at all? Uh. uh <coughs> yeah. Yeah. You are. You are. <laughs> okay. Don't. It's all positive. Yeah. These are goddess cards, so they're just like. They're just prompts to make you realize something that you maybe forgot or something you already know but aren't paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And just a little, like, nudge of guidance. Take okay. from it what you will. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> Let's talk about feelings. Yeah. <laughs> what we've been talking about this whole time. How do you feel? I feel slightly nervous, but... I'm great. What is, is it, it because you're, what is the is nerves it, yeah, about? I, my interpretation, just let's see if my clairvoyance is working. <laughs> I feel like maybe your Christianity is at odds with this. Mm. Is that what's going on? Uh, interesting. That's actually very interesting. You know, I'm a different type of uh, uh, Christian because initially, growing up, I definitely had a lot of um, rigid, you know, the, we talk about black and white nuance. And as I started to grow up, I was, I was very different. Like, I, um, you know, I, I know in Nigeria, like, for example, people used to say homosexuality was a sin. And, and then I grew up, I was like, no, it's not, right? And, so, yeah. and then it's a different, and, and I, I fell up to the same sort of thing. So I'm not your stereotypical Christian in the sense that I feel like uh, I've actually felt a lot of Christians have been way judgmental. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, um, you know, throwing stones on, on glass houses where I feel like the core principle is trying to advance humanity. So, um, no, so it's not at all because I, I don't know, I, the way I think now is different. I'm a lot more nuanced mm. uh, and more open-minded than uh, you oh, cool. expect, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so then where is the, yeah. what's going on with the fear? Oh, it's just uh, I'm still working on this control thing. Ah, uh, are you a perfectionist? Kind of? No, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a professional, and I can be an overthinker as well. So. Yeah, me um, too. But yeah, it's more about control. It's the same thing with 
with zodiac signs. Like I know a lot of my friends love zodiac signs, and they always tell me. But every time I walk into a room and someone asks me my zodiac sign, and I say I'm a Scorpio, I see like people like breathing heavily and rolling <laughs> their eyes. I'm like, whoa. What is that you feel like you I'm don't like, have a, a good judge right yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so I, that's what I have. It's more like, I'm like, I've dealt with like, okay, so a many stigma. Obsessive, stubborn, arrogant. What's wrong with you? I'm like, what the? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I see that all the time. So that, that's more where that's coming from. It's gotcha. Christianity, all that Okay, okay, okay. Well, then maybe the lesson is release control, baby, because we're about to read these cards. Oh, shit. So let's, so, oh, shit. Okay, so, Tayo, this is Rachel talking, and I am holding the cards up to my heart for you. I'm trying to um, <clears throat> be in your energy or, like, your spirit. Um do you have anything in mind that you want some guidance on or anything you want to know more about in your life right now? Uh, I want to know more about right now. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell us so I can channel Can't that? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. So I'm, I'm always curious about, uh, just, it's a, it's a very, I don't know, it's not very, uh, nerdy but yes it's the, like the, the advancement of humanity so I'm always wondering about where conflict comes from and how mm. to resolve them uh, because especially conflict based on different values uh, that's what I've been studying how do you reconcile those thoughts and have a cohesive world so okay kind of been my head. I have to ask just because it came to me was the first thing that popped into your head actually wanting to know about the romance department in your life? Romance? Well, yeah. Uh, okay, I wasn't thinking of romance. You weren't no, at no. all? Okay, okay. Maybe it's my own, like, <laughs> my own uh, heart getting in the way. Um, uh, okay, so... Do you we'll, want me, I mean, should I answer? No, I whatever, um, no, whatever no, no, no. came to I'm you. I'm just double-checking to let you know it's a safe space if, you, if that really is what you actually wanted guidance on. I'm just checking because that came to me, but if it's more about the what you said, knowing some more guidance on where this conflict comes from, then we'll go with that. <laughs> does it, does the, yeah, co- no, I, yeah, oh, does I your question um, apply to you in a personal way? Like something that your career personally going with, or, or do you mean more so um, for your asking for society? Yeah. I mean, for me, I think career and society are, are the same. I, a lot mm. of my work is on helping I mean, you know, whatever the speaker consultant, it is about advancing society in some yeah. way. So I, I spend a lot of my day observing the world through different mediums. Okay. Um, so I can explain that. So that's why I said it's very nerdy. And <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah. Just trying to yeah get yeah. more clear about it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that helps me. Thank you. So, <sighs> okay, let's all take a deep breath. Okay. I am asking the cards for some guidance for Tayo in his work helping humanity. He wants to know more about the source of conflict so that he can help 
Mm. with alleviating that. And this feels like the card. Woo, baby! Oh, I love this woman. You pulled Freya, bold. Unleash your adventurous side. Take risks and be daring. Mm. And what's really interesting is she's a warrior, which you talked about earlier. Um, So... I'll just describe what the card looks like for you, Tayo. Um, and maybe I could actually text a picture to you and <laughs> get real virtual here. But um, she's very confident. She's like got piercing eyes and white hair, kind of like Khaleesi. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yep. yep. Okay, yeah. Um, she, Her eyes are like covered in total blue. It kind of looks like Mystique from, uh, what is it? Yeah, from X-Men. <laughs> yeah. And she looks like... What? Where do you think she's from? She kind of looks... Greek? Greek or... I don't know. She's very tan and, like, strong. Um, And then she has a, like, warrior cat next to her, like, sort of a bengal or something, Mm -hmm. or, like, a wild cat. The card is, like, this yellow-orange, and then the, the background, her background is, like, blue. It looks like there's, like, clouds and... Oh, there's angel wings. Um... So yeah, the background's blue, very, like, strong but ethereal. And everyone is giving eyes straight to camera, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right down the lens, the cat and the warrior woman. Uh-huh. Um, so, okay. Cool. Okay, so now I'm going to read. Unleash your adventurous side. Take risks and be daring. Message from Freha. Don't play it safe right now. Instead, take bold action in the direction of your true heart's desire. Success comes not from timidity, but from committing yourself fully to realizing your dream. Hold the clear intention of success and it shall come about. Mm. Enjoy the excitement of taking risks, of being bold, and of being daring. And be sure to celebrate your success with a party or by splurging on a wonderful indulgence. Okay, initial reactions, Tayo. Your question was about... Where? How can you help this source of um, like conflict in society? And I, I, I think what the card is saying: go even further in the direction you're going. Mm-hmm. Continue to be bold. Yeah. Um, but what does it mean to you so far? So first thing, uh, first thing that spoke to me is I don't know if you. I think Rachel, you might know the meaning of my name. Do you know the meaning of my name? No, I don't think. <gasps> oh I my do. god! If what it is means it? bold, I'm gonna freak out. So my full name is Akin Tayo, Tayo for short, and um, I'm from the Yoruba tribe in, in Nigeria. So it means a warrior as brother's joy. So you said warrior. Whoa. Um, you know, the, the warrior is brother's joy or the brave one. Uh, and so the brave one or warrior, depending on the transla- translation you Wow. You know, so you talk about being daring, bravery, That's warrior, so cool. Uh, but, um, yeah, you talked about, I was telling you about my problem with some of the tarot cards and, and all that is, uh, even, um, Linux scientists that control them. Yeah. And you, mm. You're saying that, you're saying it's like, yo, just take risks. Yeah. yeah. Be daring. Yeah, yeah, and do, and I do have a reputation. Sometimes people label me as a square because I tend to <laughs> maybe be less interested in more people so maybe you know in terms of like uh you know um, other things but mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean that's uh, it's, yeah i can i can uh, see i can see a lot of cool yeah. 
Okay, so now we're going to dig into the various meanings of this card. So this is kind of uh, the answer to the question, possibly. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Various meanings of this card. Take a risk. Make a bold life change. Appreciate your body. Yes, Tayo. Flirt. Go have fun and celebrate. Nice. So it 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 is calling for you to have some more adventure, uh, maybe in those areas where you're being square. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Now. Oh my gosh, that's interesting. Yeah. I well, I also. What what's hmm? that? What are your thoughts, both of you? Um, well, I agree with Rachel's reading of it is that it, it to me it sounds like you're already doing all the right things. Just keep being bold. Success will continue to come for you. Um, and like we've been saying, like everything is connected. So if you if you find joy in, in in like appreciating your body and flirting and going having fun and celebrate, then that could lead into then your work, which then will affect. Your, what you're doing for humanity. Yes. It's, again, going back to, like, like the, the emotional and the sexual houses that sometimes mm-hmm. get neglected, but they are part of our overall health. So I do think this card is about, and again, going back to your control, I think this card is about <laughs> you having some fun time mm-hmm. built into your, your life, which is very mission-driven, which is amazing because you are a warrior for society mm-hmm. and for men and young boys, but also you have to enjoy maybe, that. Yeah, you have to enjoy it. Maybe you do need a little more... Um, celebration, fun time, yeah. boldness, like, yeah, going out, flirting. All right, let's find out about Freya. <laughs> so, Freya, okay. a Nordic earth goddess of fertility, celebration, and passion, Freya rides in a chariot pulled by mighty cats across the rainbow bridge connecting heaven and earth. Mm. Unafraid of her sexual power, Freya teaches us to appreciate our attractiveness and to enjoy ourselves. No wonder, then, that the day of the week, Friday, was named in her honor, since this day is associated with the end of the work week and a time for celebration. Very interesting that you essentially were asking about work because, like you said, it's so tied for you, career and humanity, and Mm because that is your work. But this card is kind of saying, like, have fun in order to benefit your work. That's that's Mm -hmm. really. I think Leah hit the nail on the head with that. How do you feel about all of that? Yeah, no, I mean, people, I guess, yeah, one of the things people normally describe me as a definitely, definitely workaholic, so, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and sometimes, oh, people to be, let me find balance, you know, I, even just, um, this weekend, um, on Saturday, or Friday, rather. Friday? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's true, one of my friends had to kidnap me and, and get me out to come dance. They had to like, kidnap you to <laughs> have you go dance? <laughs> They're like, you're not working today, so come out. Oh, I'm glad yeah. you have them. Yeah, Good. that's great. And how was it? It was fun, yeah. I actually uh, came back home at like 7. It was 7 a.m., so we, we, we all stayed out for a while. Whoa. Oh, nice. You came back Saturday. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time. I, I, was long, I, was, I can't remember the last time I did that, but that was, uh, yeah. So, that was fun. Good. Hell yeah. Um... Any other thoughts on your reading or any other questions? I, no, 
Man, I, uh, I guess I need to have some more fun. I, <laughs> don't we I mean, all. we don't mean to tell you what to do, but do you feel like our assessment is accurate, or? Well, I mean, I feel like people have always told me that. Like, I've, mm. I've had that since I was a uh, um, kid, because I'm, like, the, I, I was sort of this, like, this kid who was always philosophizing, and, like, you know, people would be like, just be a kid, or, mm. or, or like, uh, you know, I'd be focusing on, you know, certain types of things that people consider serious, and for me, it's fun, but for others, it's like, just, yeah, listen up. So I've right. heard these things. This is a new, yeah, yeah, I can tell sometimes, it, interestingly, sometimes people initially, they might think a few, I'm a walking paradox, so people think many things about me, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going square, and they're like, no, you're, like, the most open-minded. Or this guy, you look very, like, playboy Or like, oh, you're not. And so it's mm-hmm. always, I've always had those things. I just don't, you know. Mm. So it's just like, uh, same things at first. <laughs> so which is, which is, I guess, a true statement, I guess. Cool. So, yeah. Great. Good. Okay. Great. All right. I'm going to close the reading by just hugging the card to seal it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Great. Um, then we, well, first, do you have anything to plug, Tayo? Uh, the podcast, as told by Nomads, if you all listen to the podcast, check it out. If Which it. clearly they uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so when you finish with this episode, go subscribe to As Told by Nomads, which is Tayo's pod. Hell yeah. Um, And we like to end each episode with a basic blessing, which is something that we're grateful for today, right now. Can be small, whatever. Yeah. um, I have mine. Okay, you go first. Uh, I'm grateful for Alexander Graham Bell, who invented the telephone. Because had he not done that, we wouldn't have been able to interview Tayo. So... Thank you, Alexander. R.I.P. Mr. Bell. Mr. Bell. (laughs) Which I think he stole it from someone else, but we'll move past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scottish inventor of telephone, Alexander Grandpa. I'm grateful you too. Thanks for encouraging me to step out of my Hell yeah. Yes. And I am, I got to throw it right back. I'm grateful to you, Tayo, for being an example uh, that it's Mm. awesome to be emotional as a man and helping boys find a place to do that. Yes. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. I hope some of the men you teach come my way and (laughs) (laughs) treat me with so much respect. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure you both will end up with amazing people because they will be lucky to have you in their life so that's what we've been saying thank you yeah we believe that thank you thank you Tayo Uh, yeah all right now take a boomerang for us or a selfie will ya (laughs) and we'll text you a picture of your card you need a selfie selfie is better which one is better boomerang selfie selfie can we have both (laughs) okay okay uh I will work in those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Have fun with it. Be bold with it. Yeah. Take a risk. Don't be afraid to show the gray sweatpants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that body. Listen to Freya. Yes. Feel that body. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you so much, Thank Tayo. you. Thank you. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. Basic witches. <laughs>